Do you ever want to be a guest on a super cool podcast hosted by a glamorous power couple from their cutting-edge home studio on the outskirts of a major metropolitan world hub? Hollywood, anyone? Us, too. Until then, let's pretend. One of these days, you might get a DM, a PM, an EM, or even a message in a bottle inviting you to join my husband and I for an hour or two in our chat lab, working on solutions for all the world's problems. And when you are invited, there's only one response. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Aaron was just telling us about how he, he's got some meow iwana. And um, I, I told him I thought that, you know, I'm, I'm quite positive he tried to smoke it himself. But yeah, he said that, no, Interesting. He, had a, he had a preferred catnip that he would roll up occasionally, but that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gary, uh, can you hear Aaron? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, is that you, Aaron? Hello, hi, Tara. Was, was that Aaron? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice to nice to hear your voice. I've just known yeah, you from nice uh, yeah from Facebook. Yeah, and yeah, from Bill, Facebook. probably when you when he was young. Uh, well, no, you were probably uh, probably uh, my. Probably, probably go back to MySpace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were shooting a brief. So, Aaron and I did a Led Zeppelin episode last week. So, we were just touching up the Led Zeppelin episode with a few facts to try to flesh it out. But we're done with that. Mm-hmm. So, we thought it'd be great to have uh, my sis, my big sis, on to talk about uh-huh. whatever, whatever she wants to talk about. But you know, I did have well, a topic, but. Uh, Okay, let's tell her the topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking of, uh, you know, when you moved out of the house, um, you left some mm-hmm. artifacts, and among those was a pretty impressive collection of vinyl. And so, you know, I would listen to those on the old turntable that mom and dad had. So um, I thought we'd talk about some of those albums that you had. Yeah, and I think um, that was probably, I took about half of them, half the stack with me. The yeah. ones that I were, you know, kind of listening to at the time, at that moment, and then the rest stayed there because I couldn't really bring a whole lot with me. Yeah, and um, and I can't remember, you know. I think the one half of the stack that I brought with me is long gone in a move mm-hmm. that I had, mm-hmm. and then the one that I left there that you still have and that I can't even remember what was in that batch. Yeah. I have no idea. What what year do you think this was? Um uh, probably seventy two, maybe? Seventy two, uh, seventy three? It'd have been four or five years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it I, I didn't all dis- I didn't discover it all at one time. You know, it's just the, the records oh, were right. there. Yeah, they were they were there. They got older. Years. Yeah, they were there. I, I can give mm-hmm. you an idea. Yeah, they were in the yeah, but, they were kind of tucked away been, in the closet. Nothing would have been later than nineteen seventy two though. Yeah. That, or would you have yeah. brought some more album? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think she made any visits yeah. back well, to drop Yeah, off. but I did come <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I she did come, come back, back there back in. and left some other things there when we went out west, when Bridget mm-hmm. and I went out west. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I was living in the apartment. And uh, then when we decided to go out west and that, I did bring some things home for storage because we were giving up the apartment. You know, mm-hmm. and it was so long ago. I can't, I really can't remember 
you know, and plus we were always taken in those days. You always took your albums to parties and that. And then I lived with roommates that are mm-hmm. t- chucking them off places and they never come back. Right. <laughs> right. right. Well, some of the albums that, that were was there. the seventies, free love, free albums. I'll, I'll list a few. You had, you had the Beatles, or you had the Beatles albums. You didn't have them all, but you I seem to recall you had like Rubber Soul there, and you had um, uh, Help. Uh, some of the you know some of the earlier yeah. Beatles albums. And, and I had the early sixty uh, 60s ones. There was like a um, like one of their very first albums that was out there. I had, and then another one. It's color. The color of the album was green, like a olive, light olive green. Mm-hmm. And those were ones mom bought for me as, uh, well, Christmas gifts. You know, mom, she belonged to that Columbia Rugger Club uh, thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember those days? Well, she would get like uh, bonus points. So whenever she accumulated enough bonus points to share a, a free album with me, she would let me pick out one. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of them came from that, right? Um, the, the olive green, I think, is Meet the Beatles. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. Isn't, isn't that the album? There, there was an alternate release where it showed the Beatles in lab coats with like um, not to get too <laughs> like dismembered baby parts, like oh, yeah. on the. Uh, it was really kind of controversial, and they had to pull it, and then they reissued it. Yeah, I've, I've heard something along those lines, but I have never seen it. And like, man, you guys, you know, I, I've always found out that guys are so much better at music trivia than <laughs> us girls yeah. were. And it, <laughs> we know, well, y'all know, Lisa, you know, we, we know the mm-hmm. songs and we, yeah. you know, we had our little idols and hot heart throbs and stuff, but then, Later, later on, you know, you ask who was playing the guitar or something, and I don't yeah. have a clue. That's not yeah, what I'm I was not, focused yeah. on. <laughs> okay, and and that brings us to my big question, Terry. Um, uh-huh. Where are you on long guitar solos? Uh, it depends on who's playing the gu- guitar and mm-hmm. and what they're doing. You know, and I can listen long? to. Oh, Lisa, Lisa um, has a hard limit. She said, good. Yeah. Yeah. What's your hard line, Lisa? (laughs) Um, Probably about five minutes. But to be fair, anything that's just instrumental, um, Uh I, for some reason, it, it like, you know how there's sounds that, that you just can't stand? Right. Uh huh. Yeah. And Uh they just trigger your nerves. It's like something scratching (laughs) on a, you know, like somebody scratching on the, um, on the chalkboard. Like somebody tapping the neck of a guitar might just like be like somebody uh, tapping your nerves with it. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, long yeah. guitar solos, long, any long, just instrumental, it gets on my nerves. I need the I guess you're, you're out on her about then. Yeah. Probably. Oh, how do I, you I feel? I never actually listen to her about Bert that much. No. Uh-huh. How do, how I do you feel, Lisa, about um like... Spanish guitar, where the whole album and that is guitar solo. No, I find those. I haven't actually listened to it, but Mm -hmm. I mean, like for instance, I found this out because I would, um, I was the only one willing to go to um, uh, the the symphony with my grandmother, Mm -hmm. and 
I did not realize that it would annoy me, but it, it got on my nerves somehow after a while, you know, it's like, when are, I was like, when are they going to sing? Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when Terry was talking the other day yeah. when we were talking about English people, she can't listen to podcasts. The British with British hosts because yeah. it becomes kind of a drone. A lot of them, not not all of them, right? But yeah. I do listen to a lot. You know, a lot of the podcasts these days are from different countries and that. Uh-huh. And I've noticed there are certain ones from that you know are from England that where the accent begins to grate on my nerves. Exactly. And I don't know if it's their if it's their voice. And I will, I turn them on and I listen to them, but they're not my favorite, you yeah. know? The information or the content can be great and something I really want to hear, but the 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 it's different accents and, yeah, it distracts yeah. me. That could be it. And, and it's like I want to hear... Uh, a, a voice I recognize, yeah. I guess, and and I love the English accent. Nothing against that at all. I love, mm-hmm. I love it. But to listen to like mm-hmm. a hour and a half podcast of just one woman or one guy speaking, yeah, yeah. There's certain I ones I kind of avoid, and I'll save them for when I'm really bored. Yeah, better yeah. be better be a real charming. MF or if he's going to sit there and talk for an hour or two by himself. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even like sports, like sports talk. There's yeah. a guy here named Mo Egger, very knowledgeable <laughs> and everything, but you know, he does his show. So well, <laughs> and I just find, you know, I find that uh, not very interesting, but. Okay. I am going to step away for a couple minutes and a hack. Um, welcome to Cincinnati. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Get that hairball yeah. out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, uh, thank you for your patience. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. So, some of the other albums I remember were um, you had uh, the Monkeys. I think you had almost all the Monkeys. Uh, I don't talk about the Monkeys without me. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. the Monkeys, by the way. Yeah. But I can't hear you. As a yeah, as a little teeny bopper, I did, you know, because of the television show and all that. And it was yeah, like, you uh, know, you're for David 13. Jones. Yeah, you're 13 year old. By the time I was uh, watching it, he crushes. was 30 and I was eight. Yeah, I never uh, took them as, oh, I'm sorry. I never took them as serious m- musicians or anything. They were like no. your, uh, oh, it's, yeah, they it was like your, uh, right? yeah, it was, it was just more of your 12 year old, uh, beginnings of, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I do think like, and my heartthrob was Mickey Dolan's of all of them. Oh, wow. He was the goofiest one. Yeah, I don't know what his appeal like the, was. He's but... kind of the most important one. He sings most of the songs, it seems like. Yeah. And that I was going to say, and he plays the drums, yeah. but he didn't really. <laughs> yeah. He just sat behind Yeah, kid. I don't. Oh, okay. I was, I was going to say that, too. I didn't think he actually played him, played him. He just yeah. pretended. Panama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Mike Nesbitt was a pretty good musician, wasn't he? I mean, didn't he have a, a long career? He was the he was the only one that actually um, was a musician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, That's I think, yeah. I've heard that. Did he played bass. I think he played bass. Yeah. 
And he, no, no. You guys would know that part. I just knew he was married and out of bounds when you're 12 years uh, old. Yeah. <laughs> I know Davy Jones only played the maracas and set. <laughs> All right, all right, Lisa. We, we saved Davy Jones. Cute. For you. Aww. I know Davy's favorite. Yeah. Little Davy Jones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Davy Jones was on. Uh, Marsha. Marsha was a huge fan of Davy Jones. Yeah. President of his fan club. Yes, president of his fan mm. club. And uh, you know, she said that she could get him for the prom or a dance. Right. And he did end up showing Homecoming, up. Homecoming, I think. Yeah. yeah. So. How old was he? Um, probably way too old for Marsha. Probably thirty five. Prime monkeys, Davy Jones. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he looked young. Twenties. Yeah, no, because he was in his twenties when they started the show, and that was sixty six, because that was the year I was born. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch it until I was like right, ten. But the, the, so the by Brady then he was the... thirty. Oh, but 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 in the show, yeah. The, the one, the one you were looking at, not the, not the real life guy walking around. Yeah. 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 Uh, there is something else that I know that's an interesting tidbit about the monkeys. Um, after Mike Nesmith's mother created Whiteout, um, all of the monkeys kind of started investing in office products. Interesting. Because, because <laughs> they saw how much so money. What? I don't even think any of them were muchly educated. Could any of them type? Oh, no, <laughs> probably not. But, but, you know, that's the idea. I mean, I'm pretty sure Mike Nesmith did educate himself because he still, like, runs her empire or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. White out empire. Yeah. But Peter Tork also went over into bathroom products. So when you dry your hands on a Tork hand dryer or use Tork paper towels, at wherever, that's actually Peter Tork. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in, rest in Kinda peace, like Peter the Tork. commode. Yeah. Oh, did he pass? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I think they're all I know he spent like the last twenty Mickey's, years. Mickey's still around and uh, yeah. which Michael is kind Nesmith. of a surprise considering yeah. uh, considering Mickey, that's the surprise. It's mm-hmm. like Keith Richards being the only Rolling Stone left. Well Terry said that Mickey's her favorite. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but uh, what is it? But yeah, so they all in this. Isn't Mick Jagger still alive? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no, I'm yeah, not it, suggesting he, he, that she was making other... a comparison. It's as if yeah. it, it's as if oh. the only Rolling Stones. Because of the monkeys, Mickey was the one to. He must have been the hardest partier. Right. He was oh, okay. The Got it. Yeah. He had to go through rehab. Um, I think the Stones are having a tour. A... Actually, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah, like I, a, I went to their I went to their first uh, mm-hmm. final tour <laughs> back in '88. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah a, well, I'm yeah. glad to say my uh, taste in music improved as I got older and yeah, stuff. Sure. After you get out, you know, get out of that little teeny bopper era, you know, of your childhood. You uh, know, I you do. Have, do I have one more monkey note. And that's that Jimi Hendrix opened for them on a tour in 1967. Oh, opened wow. for the monkeys or the stars? Yeah. Wow. But after oh. after seven shows, he dropped out. Oh. He had his <laughs> well, he might have been contracted I... to only do seven. Do you know? No, he dropped out. Yeah, oh, okay. He, he was like, nah, this is not for me. He's like, this is a bad scene yeah. for me. Yeah. I, I I've can, seen uh, his as, as you guys continue, I'll read the, I'll read the uh, article and find out why. Okay. Pop okay. in later. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I was at a art show one year mm-hmm. and they had like a mobile trailer. It was a Jimi Hendrix uh, museum, mm-hmm. you know, where you go in one door and you come out the other. But mm-hmm. they had all, a lot of his, not all of them, you know, but a lot of his clothes and stuff in there in like mm-hmm. show, showcases on the wall. And they, they would be clothes that you would recognize from photographs and album covers and that that you've seen him wear. Well, mm-hmm. I was looking at him, and I didn't realize how small the guy was. The pants, all of the pants hanging up there. I, I, I was. I'm not a big, big person or nothing, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to hardly get a leg in. Yeah, they were so small. No, they looked like. Oh, go ahead. They oh, like- I, they they appeared to me behind that glass to look like uh, my granddaughter Isabel might fit in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were so small, like a a woman size zero. <laughs> yeah, kind of like AJ's glove. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except Jimi Hendrix got into his. Yeah, got his old body yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, did I ever tell you I waited on many times on OJ? No. Uh, yeah, you did mention that to wow. me once. Where at? Yeah, he was. Well, he was in Cincinnati for um, one year when Cincinnati when the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Uh huh. And he was there or with Rosie Ear. Either I, I'm bad with dates, so it was one or the other. Uh-huh. But he was there for like about two weeks before the Super Bowl doing um, whatever they do, pep talks and, and strategy junk and whatever they do to pump up the Bengals. And they were staying in our the hotel I worked in, and I was uh, uh, the bartender at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And he was down there all the time, sitting at the bar, and um, I mean not all the time, but you know well. when he wanted a drink or something. Mm-hmm. And and I remember he he drank Guinness and uh, gin and tonic were mm-hmm. the, his two requests. So you knew when he came in. I didn't know who he was, oh. you know, because I don't I never got into football or anything that much. So. I didn't really know who he was or who Rosie Greer was, you know, and they'd sit at the bar and we'd chat a lot of times when the bar was slow and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, he, you know, he flirted, he, but yeah, I was going to say, did he flirt? Was he, int- did he seem interested oh, or was yeah. it just flirtation? Uh, he asked you know me, he, out, he asked me to go into the dining room and have dinner with him one night. And mm-hmm. I had, I was working and I didn't, and I didn't know who he was or mm-hmm. anything. Evelyn, the other bartender caught on mm-hmm. that. I didn't know who he was. She caught on and she goes, she pulled me aside and she goes, Terry, you don't know who he is. The creamer from the refrigerator. The and, and I go, no, I go. Who is he? He looks like a salesman to me, you know, because you get mm-hmm. the, those guys in there all yeah. the time. And uh, and then she told me, and it still didn't really make much of an impression on me. And then they were gone, you know, after the Super Bowl was over. It was whatever Super Bowl it was. It's the one that we lost, or did yeah. we lose them all? We lost them both. <laughs> We lost them both, okay. and they were both they were both against San Francisco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It sounds like he dodged well, I was dating Peter, the German guy at the time, too, so oh, nice. I wasn't really interested in, you know, looking around for anybody. Okay. Plus, so oh, Yvonne dated... Oh, oh. And this was before he was a murderer, but I think he was married. Yeah. 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 Even if he wasn't a murderer. I think he was married, but he hadn't murdered. He wasn't a murderer yet. Everybody still loved him. Yeah. Yeah. He was running through airports uh, for Avis or Hertz or whatever. Yeah. Hertz. Probably. Let's and another you... girl that I worked there with, uh, yeah, they asked, uh, one of the Bengals like asked her out. Okay. And, Just saying. And she went out with him. Yeah, because he worked. This other guy. I don't know who it was. But uh, she was very unimpressed because their date consisted of going to his apartment mm-hmm. and watching him watch training films all night long. That's not a date. That's a sit <laughs> yeah. here and watch me sit here and watch me be a football player and then we'll have sex. Yeah. 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 So I don't think she went out again with him after that. It was yes, and he I'm, lived during in my Cincinnati. Coffee, sorry. Now who but lived in Cincinnati? Who was the guy Yvonne, a coworker of mine at that hotel and restaurant. Well actually me. it was you know who it what where it was it was on it was the Hojos on Ridge that had the hotel complex next to it. Yeah, mm. yeah it was I remember there. the Hojos. Yeah, I do not. Where it was. It but seems like you told it me. Predates me probably. You're, you're talking about this date with a Bengal, right? Yeah. I think you told yeah. me one time that it was um, Ross Browner. Maybe Ross Browner, uh, or Reggie Williams. It could be. Like yeah, you, you did yeah. tell me that. It wasn't my date. It was Javon's. So mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I could care less who she was going out with. Yeah. Wasn't right. my business. <laughs> but it was a funny story when, mm-hmm. when you know, when we talked like the next day and asking mm-hmm. her how it went, and she goes, "Boring, <laughs> boringest date I ever had." <laughs> Here's me when I tackled, uh, you know, red yeah. hair. Uh, I tackled the guy yesterday yeah. at practice. Yeah. That could get a little mm. self-indulgent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember you had one. Okay, so you had a uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, it sounds like you had like all of my, um, a lot of my Teeny Bopper Days right. albums. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it was the stuff you left behind. I think some of that stuff. That was the stuff I, le- yeah, and that would be the stuff I left behind. But left behind my Beetle Dolls that you wanted to talk about, Phil. Yes, yes, yes. You know, that's kind of where tragically my love of baseball interrupted or intersected with uh, my musical canon, I guess. Uh, I, t- <laughs> I hope, I hope you're not, you know, I left them behind and everything. So I hope you're not, uh, suffering too much over the loss of them if anything they were probably by that time you know they were pretty much your property because i left them so you're the only one that's going to suffer when you uh look up how much the whatever i don't know what they're worth but oh yeah you can buy replicas i guess you know you can buy them that look pretty much like them but these were porcelain Oh, and they were bobbleheads. Bobbleheads, and they mm-hmm. were really, you know, they're wearing the blue suits like they were wearing on Ed Sullivan, I guess. And um, yeah, Aunt Kay bought those for yeah. me one Christmas, 
and in the 60s so it was like when they first came out right so one summer you know i'd like i'd set them up you know i love baseball right so i Uh I couldn't get enough baseball even if i was inside i had to be playing ball right so i didn't have any infielders to play you know to hit fungo too like george at third paul at short ringo at second and john at first and I took this little like marble sized ball and I had a little souvenir bat like to give away at the Louisville Slugger Museum. And I'd uh-huh. take the ball and I'd hit it and uh, try to hit the ball to the beetle at the various positions. And of course, wow. every time yeah. the, the marble would hit the beetle, it'd chip off a piece of porcelain. So <laughs> kind of dwindled them down so there was nothing less but a bunch of rubble. That's <laughs> so. right. I remember my dad's Beatles oh. albums, original albums, were uh, sacrificed to my brother's quote unquote DJ career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scratching. Yeah. yeah, that's right up there with that. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do. I do feel terrible. About Shame this. on you. Yeah. Shame, I tell oh, you. Don't suffer oh, for guilt. Playing. The vision, the vision of you doing that's priceless. Yeah. So hang on to the memory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm googling. Point. I'm googling Beatles bobbleheads. Yeah. Oh God, 19, we're 19. not going to want to know. I have a feeling. Oh, they're not that. Fun. There's what yeah. I found. These are 1964 cake toppers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not them. These were them. taller. These were These? about 12 inches tall. They were, okay. they were the height of a Barbie doll. The height of a Barbie doll. Oh, did they ever date yeah. your Barbies or were you too old for Barbie then? Yeah, Ring, Ringo measures Barbie just over did. three and a half inches. Mm-hmm. The others are four inches each. Yeah, these these are too small. Oh, yeah. poor Ringo. These are, these are like Ringo's, 12 Ringo's, inches. Ringo's sitting at his kit, so he's short. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, mine were like 12 inches. Yeah. What did you say about, oh, Barbie dolls? Yeah, since they were the height of the Barbies, did they date the Barbies? <laughs> oh, mine totally would have been dating Barbies. Oh, Barbie. my, Barbie, no, Barbie no, no. My, my Barbies dated G.I. Joe. Kenny's mm-hmm. G.I. Joe turned into my Ken doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had like 20 Barbies and one Ken doll. Think about the dynamic that that taught girls back then. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Because that was normal. Everybody had like one can, 20 Barbies, and and two or three skippers. We, the, I had one Barbie and a midge and a Uh skipper. I think Brenda had the skipper. Yeah. I just had a Barbie and a midge, and the Barbie was the ponytail Barbie. Oh, and I had, I had the, um, bubble hairdo Barbie also. I forgot about her. But, um, yeah. It was oh the games that we would play with them, mm-hmm. you know, like with my girlfriends, and again, you know, we're like twelve years old or something. Yeah. And I don't know where these storylines came from. Yeah, but we don't need to go. Evidently, yeah, Ken was always uh, carrying Barbie home drunk and putting mm-hmm. her to bed, <laughs> and then they'd hump around with GI Joe with his rubber band arms. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and this then they'd it. get in a fight and they'd whop each other hey, hey my barbie walked down the aisle wink wink in a white dress and she earned it wink wink <laughs> <laughs> mine was a, our barbie dolls were sluts <laughs> absolutely i mean hey you kind of had to be with one guy and 20 women 
Yeah. You know? So it brings new meaning to action figure. Yes. Yeah. You guys have <laughs> Had you actually played dolls with the girls, you'd have probably been really happy. <laughs> Although we might not have gone into all those storylines with the boys. G.I. <laughs> Joe only had the set of clothes that he came in, so he was like yeah. either topless or naked half of the time. <laughs> yep. If G.I. Joe could talk. <laughs> Yeah, I had the G.I. Joe uh, storylines, and then, of course, Ken was just kind of, I don't know. I never found Ken all that interesting. I think that's why we all dated G.I. Joe instead. Could be. Yeah, G.I. Joe had muscles. Mm-hmm. Well, Ken was fit, but he was, like, surfer fit. He probably yeah. was a lawyer or yeah. something. No. No? No, I that's... think he was a beach bum. Okay. What do you think, Terry? Most... Most people ask a thousand bucks for a set of the Beatles bobbleheads. Don't say things like that. But a set in the uh, box, uh, a set, well, a thousand bucks is it's not the whole world these days. Well, if you go to a dealer, they're going to say, yeah. "Well, I'll give you four hundred because I need right. to make more. I need to make right, money right. off of it." But there's some. Um, there's one that's still in the box. Twenty four fifty. Wow. Yes, but uh, jokes on you, you Phil. Well, this <laughs> wasn't still in the box. Hun, you owe your sister quite a bit of money. I, I, I Good destroyed, luck on that collection. I destroyed that, that cash cow. Yeah, really. <laughs> that yeah, joke on you, Phil. Someday you're going to yeah. get a package. Yeah. Okay, and mm-hmm. you're going to open it up, and it's going to be all those bobbleheads, brand new. Yeah, some rubble. Like... <laughs> it's going to be gravel. It's going to be a box of gravel. <laughs> that's hilarious. Hold your, hold your breath, Terry. Oh, hold your breath. The one that's uh, <laughs> the one that's still in the box comes from. Yeah, we're Canada. still paying off our five hundred dollar chair. Mm. See, it's mine didn't have. I my box was long gone. I can mm. picture the box. Yeah, because it was it like blue with cellophane on the yeah. front a cellophane window or something on it. And I can picture the box, but the box, you know, got probably ended up in the trash, you know, two or three weeks later after I got them. Yeah. And and back then girls especially did not, you know, think about in the box and pristine condition and never touch it. I always wonder, do you ever wonder about like the toys that are, that you see like uh, on any of the antique road shows or anything mm-hmm. where things are still in the box what nobody played with them they right. didn't those toys didn't have any kind of life yeah i, just, <laughs> I feel I sorry for exactly. them exactly i feel sorry for that's, them that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the toy that's the toy story story yeah, oh wow that's them and they're yeah. even in like a cheap cardboard box. You can sh- see the edges of the cardboard and everything. I'm gonna share the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's kind of sad. She, really? She can't. Yeah. Oh, she can't. She can't see the screen. Oh, you're doing oh, it for no, video. But it, it, you know, sharing this for Aaron's benefit's not really very beneficial. But uh, I don't but if, if you're recording the video. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, sharing the thing Aaron found for Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking mm-hmm. about Herb Albert before. I remember there was a Herb Albert album, Whipped Cream and other mm-hmm. delights that was there. Yeah. Also, those were from a, the. That's a great album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And that, those were moms. Those are, uh, those belonged to her. Yeah. And because she was really into that then, but it did give me just hearing that being played in the house. I still have like a love for, um, 
oh, you know, people that any of the brass instruments and that. I just I love that. I went through a spell where it was like during when was it? Oh, in the 90s at some point where uh, Africa was going through the apartheid thing. Mm-hmm. And they had um, uh, Jew Mescacala was a uh, a big favorite of mine and I still have several of his albums or CDs at that time it was mm-hmm. and then Miriam um, I can't remember her last name what was that first one? J. Masica Kara what is it? Hugh H-U-G-H like your last name kind of oh, okay. Masica Kara don't ask me how to spell that I'll have to dig out the album to find it. We can guess. M A S K. You got into horn heavy world music in the nineties. Mascella. M A S E K E L A. But I loved. I I got into him for a long time. I my taste in music really is kind of widespread, yeah. you know, because eclectic. To not to over. Yeah, it just has to be well done and and good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You started to talk about what you're listening to today, so I was interested in that <laughs> podcast mostly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. We don't have the radio out here is really terrible. Mm-hmm. I can on one of my radios. I can, I can pull in, uh, if I put, this is funny, but if I put aluminum foil on the antenna of it, I can pull <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> I can pull in, uh, I think it's, uh, the Calbs, uh, NI, NIP mm-hmm. or NIJ, NIJ, cause they do the jazz. And I listen to to that. You'd have to subscribe to like one of the satellite radio services to get radio. Oh, yeah. I get this through the antenna and it comes from the college in uh, DeKalb and it's where it's broadcast from. But we live so far from DeKalb that you have to, um, you know, you have to rig up your radio. 
See, yeah. we still have like a boombox kind of radio thing. You put a hanger and thing. add some tin foil and give it little ears, it, hence the rabbit ears. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll get it for, it'll come in really good one day, and the next day it's just static. And then your crop duster will come <laughs> or it'll work and, from and like completely destroy all your signals. Or it'll work from like <laughs> yeah. 1218 to 1238 yeah. and then just die. <laughs> But, you know, it's oh. is it seems like there's a whole culture of, you know, people that don't listen to music as much as they talk about music. I mean, these podcasts, uh, you know, it's like nostalgia, you know, um, mm-hmm. like uh, Jim Croce and, and all this stuff. Uh, great, not the Grateful Dead, of course, but, uh, you know, um, all these artists, Glenn Campbell or whatever, they're not uh, they're not played on the radio so much. But there's pot, there's all these podcasts about music history and stuff like that that are yeah. really enjoyable. So you wind up talking and, and, you know, listening to samples of that music, but not so much having it play on your the stereo album. or your car or whatever as much. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older or I'm that much out of the loop that uh, the new music that's coming out, some of it I yeah. really, really like. And I kind of rely on. Uh, Troy and, and my children, Troy and Amanda, they kind of fill me in on yeah. a new artist or something that they've been ajor- enjoying. Izzy's mm-hmm. what my granddaughter listens to. I can't listen to at all. That's mm-hmm. just yeah. yuck. Yeah. Yeah. I hate yeah, to, but but you, you know, yeah. I hate to be that way too. Uh, I'd like, you know, I, I want to give new music a chance. We've heard some, like Sirvon Campbell, that was, some of his stuff that he was doing on our show a couple of weeks ago was we really enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't ever yeah, be the, not open to new music, but I agree with you. It's hard to find sometimes. It is. It's, it's harder to find. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes they'll highlight new people on NIJ and stuff like that, that, uh, you know, you can kind of find a, an mm-hmm. artist that you, that you can listen to. Yeah. Well, I remember you liked uh, Amy Winehouse. I remember when. when yeah, you know? yeah, I, I liked her. her and, uh, yeah, there's one, there's one album. Oh, and uh, yeah, Bob's big claim to fame is that he used to take, drop, pick up, uh, what is it, Rick Nielsen? That's yeah. his name from Cheap Robin Trick. Zander. Robin Zander. It was yeah. Robin Zander. Yeah, because they went to the same school. And he would pick, stop by and pick him up in the morning in that old, old, ancient Plymouth that Bob had back then. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. And they got, they got a speeding ticket in front of the school one day. <laughs> and uh, then Bob lost his rights to use a car for a week or two. <laughs> and so they had that, their little, you know, stories, you see them all over the place in Rockford, you know, they not, not playing so much anymore, but you run into them like in restaurants or some public mm-hmm. place where you're at. Yeah. And then all like Amanda and um, Amanda, mostly Troy is the same age as their children. Right. And okay. they have stayed in contact, the kids, because mm-hmm. they went to school together yeah. and kind of, you know, Talking about cheap uh, trick. Talking about cheap trick. You know, Rick Nelson. Cheap trick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that, that, that's real interesting. Uh, I knew that, and I listened to a, a podcast yesterday with Rick Nielsen. Um, it mm-hmm. was uh, 
Rick Rubin's Broken Record podcast. And uh, he talked, it was about a half hour interview with Rick Nelson. And it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. He was talking about having worked with John Lennon, John and Yoko, and Mm -hmm. his encounters with Beatles. uh, It's an interesting Yeah. Uh huh. And they touched on to a lot of, um, you know, people of, you know, fame magnitude or whatever you would call it, you know, mm-hmm. really, you know, famous music, musicians and that. Mm-hmm. But they, yeah, yeah, brushed alongside of greatness, but yeah. never really, you know, achieved that themselves. And that's okay because you need lots of people to brush greatness. I think somebody's got yeah. nice hair. We're not saying it's cheap. And they did become. Because they, they, they were pretty big. I mean. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, they were. They were, but they're still Rockford guys. They still live in Rockford. Their kids right. still live in Rockford. That's nice. They're, they didn't live on. You know, they're old now. Right. They're, uh, their kids, you know, have their kids play and uh, uh, like the one daughter sings and she's real good. She went through a spell where she was doing kind of the blues artist, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of the, Oh, what would you call uh, 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 Billie Holiday kind of torch songs, kind of bluesy vocals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 She was really good. And has a good voice and everything. He did mention Rockford but, in this podcast. He was like, I think he referred to himself just a, an old guy from Rockford or something. But, mm. yeah. but yeah, and he is pretty much, you know, they still live there when they're not, you know, somewhere else, I suppose. But they still have residents there mm-hmm. and they come back and everybody's so accustomed to, you know, I think they like it because they don't get. Mom. uh I don't know if they ever did get mobbed, but they don't get uh, they don't get questioned or uh, people trying to talk to them and junk. It's Autograph just, seekers. They get yeah, they just get the regular hello and a wave mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff and a how you doing and That's cool. you know yeah. It'd be like if somebody they don't get would. treated all that mm-hmm. special, and I think they like that. Mm. That they can come back there and it's home and everybody knows them on site. And so it's not like startling no to fans. come across them. It's interesting though. Bob and I were eating at, uh, I forget what restaurant it was, but a restaurant in Rockford. And, um, the one of the guys came in with their family, their wife and their two little kids. Mm-hmm. And they were eating at the table across from us, you know. We just kind of waved at him, and mm-hmm. and he waved back and stuff. But it was kind of interesting eating and watching how they interact with their kids, and mm-hmm. and the kids were just being kids. They were young yeah. at that time, and they're just being normal kids, you know, yeah. knocking their drinks over and kicking under the table and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny how everybody is kind of interconnected. I mean, the, the further you talk to somebody, that's, that's what we're learning on this podcast is that things, you know, there tends to be this. This leads to that. Yeah. Six degrees of yeah. separation or whatever. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, 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 it's a smaller world than you really think about, think of, you know, and mm-hmm. becoming smaller all the time because of the internet. But yeah. so there was another album that I really 
that I really liked is really a great album that, that I found amongst uh, the uh, mm-hmm. discarded. <laughs> and that was uh, <laughs> amongst the discarded. We should, we should call this <laughs> pretty much what they were. This podcast is I'm now over this one. Amongst the discarded. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> was, uh, I love that. Carol King's <laughs> Tapestry. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember that one. Some great songs on that album. I remember, I think that one was one of my bonus points from the Columbia Record Club. Mom, let me spend. Yeah. (laughs) Did she ever let you spend any money on any or was it always the free record? It was always the free one. She spent, she's the one that spent money on the one she wanted. And then she would earn like these. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. You get to, you know. Well, that fits the narrative because mom, that was discarded by mom. So, um, yeah, the tapestry <laughs> was mine. Tapestry was mine, but it was yeah. off mom's bonus points. I had a, I feel the earth move. Under my feet. Yeah. I have, I have so far away. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? What would you, so far away. Aaron, what'd you say? Yeah. Yeah. So, he said, so, yeah. Don't yeah. Anybody stay in one place anymore. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all coming back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. When you yes, move, we do. In fact, that's the song. I had a lot of mind. Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Did you get any of the Joni Mitchell ones? You know what? I don't recall that. I'm going working right off the top of my head. Some of these albums may yeah. be done in our. It's too late on that on that album. Yeah, great song. If Maybe. they're still in any decent shape. You make me feel like a natural woman. Mm-hmm. Great song. Yeah, natural woman. Where you lead? That's the Gilmore Girls theme song. Yeah. What? Which Where one? you lead? Oh. I will follow. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, when you sing it, it comes back. Mm-hmm. The title didn't jingle a bell. Will you love me tomorrow? Oh, that one jingles a bell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Smackwater Jack. 1971. Okay, no. uh, recorded January 1971. Released February 1971. <laughs> they mm. didn't waste any time. Yeah. Well, why would they? They got it out. There. That went out fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as as far as gems, I think that's among the best that you left me. It's, it, it Pearls big. in there somewhere, and oh, a, yeah. a Pearl. Pearl. Pearl was yeah, in Scotland. there. Is, right. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, I had a lot of. I'll see Joni Mitchell I listened to and a lot and Joan Baez and as far as female uh, performers, mm-hmm. those were kind of. Joni Mitchell. Did, yeah. I changed the locks. Is that one of her songs? Um, About getting rid of. Not unless you sing it. Sing it. <laughs> sing it for me, baby. Oh, I <laughs> then it. I'll remember. I changed the lock of the door or something like that. <laughs> Let me see. So, I think the one about the uh, chop down the trees and turn it into a parking yeah. lot, that Save one's Paradise. on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's Save it. Paradise. What's the name of that one? No, it's got a different title. Change the lock on the doors. I heard it in uh, I heard it in an HBO show, and I thought, man, that's a really cool song, even though it's... Big, big Yellow it. Taxi is the one that's Save Paradise. Put up on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, you guys are better at the trivia. I just yeah. Well, I'm sitting here with Google in front. Of me. Yes. Hey, you're cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this research. Top quiz, young man. Yeah, Philip's cheating too. By the way, 
Well, I'm, I'm trying to find a song because I really, I really, well, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's going to irritate mm-hmm. me, but um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, that was a great album. And then there was one, there was like a local music. It was a WSAI, WSAI album with Jim Scott. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? It was a bunch of local- I, I remember the album. I can't remember anything that was on it though. Yeah. But WSAI was the only station to listen to before um, EBN came in. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that at, at my time when EBN came on, it was totally different during the daytime. And then during certain hours in the evening, they would do jelly pudding. And that's when they would do like kind of the more cutting edge or underground music. They, they kind of called it at that time. And that's mm-hmm. where you would hear, all the artists that weren't played on top 40 and mm-hmm. right. those loops. So the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally the whole, that took over their whole programming because yeah. it, you know, it so became it so popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did you, uh, I know that you, you know, did summer fair and that's where mm-hmm. you saw the Jimi Hendrix thing, right? No, no. I saw Janis Joplin. There, that's, way that's back in there. Eden Park, mm-hmm. yeah, Eden Park, in Eden Park, yeah. When it she was saw, there, and, and she did it. I didn't see Jimi Hendrix. I never seen as seen Jimi yeah, Hendrix you were in live. About the museum, and yeah, I was about, I was yeah, that was the museum. I saw, yeah. but he was long dead by then. Only mm. his skinny pants survived. <laughs> 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 Only is really, really. I mean, really, we have to see how skinny this guy was. Pants. So let's, so let's talk about Janice. Did, did, did you see? Did you see her perform? Who's that? Did you see Janice, Janice perform? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. She was kind of not all that well known then, and EPN was there taping. I remember that they were doing like a what do you call it? A remote thing, yeah. a live mm-hmm. remote. Right. thing and then we had a booth set up there mm-hmm. and okay. that's back when like you know the art shows were like walking around with your weird lizard and throwing frisbees and stuff and everybody right. trying to yeah our right. booth back then was made out of uh, uh Lori and marty lived out on their land at that time mm-hmm. and the guys would cut down saplings off their land and we'd They'd be latched together once we got there. We all had to latch three saplings together in triangles. Mm-hmm. And then you get you get four of those. And then you stand the point of the triangle up on the ground, you know, mm-hmm. uh, point down. And then you latch the tops where they all come together and make a square together. And then you can put a tarp over the top if it's raining or leave it open. And you can hang things from it. And that, that was our booth. And then so every every year, a square TP. Yeah, but still, <laughs> but kind of on that idea. principle. Yeah, yeah kind of on that same principle. Okay. Yeah, because because you had you got like a ten by ten space, so your your upper square was ten by ten, and then the rest went down into triangles. Mm. And wow. it was pretty cool. And it was like we if we had different shows kind of because we'd do a lot of uh shows and some of them would be like a few weeks apart but then mm-hmm. at the end of the summer we'd keep those same saplings but then at the end of the summer the guys would take them and 
chuck them off into the woods. (laughs) And then we'd get new ones the next year. I remember those. I remember you took me to some of those. I don't know. Summer fair. I know there was one in uh, Oakley Square. And and some of my... I had so much fun going to those, just just to be around the people. It's the first time I'd been exposed to that many people, I think, and just uh, you know, it was interesting to see all the artwork and stuff. So that was one of yeah. really happy part of my childhood when you take me to those things. A lot of his Aww. happy childhood memories are you, Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case Aww. he never told you, like holiday. On well, ice. a lot of my happy <laughs> young days were of you guys, of you too, Phil. Mm-hmm. Do you remember going to see uh 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 uh? Sesame Street on ice. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. We went with, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I take you on dates sometimes with my boyfriends, mm-hmm. which I'm sure they loved. Love but <laughs> yeah, sure. well, yeah, but that's why you took it. We were going someplace, you know, kid friendly like that. Right. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, but getting back to Janice, though, I mean, um, I mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. the, the cover of Pearl is actually a picture that was taken from Summer Fair, Cincinnati. She's sitting on a motorcycle and she's got this like huge feather coming off her hair and she's got, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh, I wonder if that, that may have been from the same day that you saw her. I don't know, but uh, it could a- be, but she, I don't think she was yet doing the feathers in her hair yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw her, it was more, you know, uh, just, parted in the middle and hanging down and then right. shortly after that she started uh i guess as she gained fame she started adorning herself more outrageously yeah. mm-hmm. play up big mystique her music stands up yeah it's oh. not it's never dated because mm-hmm. it's so unique i know aaron's dad loved janice he yeah a- it is it gets to you uh, you know it uh, kind of touches like your soul or something in there. Uh, ball and chain, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mercedes Benz. The pain. <laughs> the pain in her voice. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and Bobby McGee. That one. Oh, got I love to. that. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't not stop when I hear that song. I mean, just yeah, forever. It kind of brings tears to your eyes. It does because yeah. it's so sweet such a lament mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah i seen her on uh, the dick cabot show being interviewed and uh you know she just has it she had a, a quality about her that was um a presence tragic yeah <laughs> it was yeah. tragic even before she died you could tell that she was uh you know because you could read the emotions on her face as, as she talked mm-hmm. and she, she could change rapidly in the middle of conversation mm-hmm. um and I, I remember talking on one of those talk shows or something about going back to her hometown mm-hmm. to play after she had become very well known mm-hmm. and she was nervous as heck she didn't want to do it and it was one of the ones where she was like getting you know heavily fortified before she went uh, on because yeah. she knew in high school none of those kids really liked her you know and she oh, was kind wow. of a yeah, an outcast in a bad way, you know, the mean girls and stuff were always on her. Mm-hmm. And so she, and she, and then after the concert that she did, there was over all those girls that were so mean to her and stuff she was saying were all coming up and 
trying to act like old buddies and joke. (laughs) And it's like, on the one hand, you're nervous about how they're going to react. On the other hand, no, mm -mm, bitch, we weren't friends. (laughs) Yeah. And it probably dredged up a lot of painful memories for, if you're not coming up to me to say, I'm sorry for how I treated you, then why Mm -hmm. are you talking to me? Have you guys seen the movie? And I did have two people from earlier in my life apologize for how they treated me when we were kids. So that was nice. What were you saying, Aaron? Nice. Oh, have you have you seen the movie Festival Express? I've loved you ever since the day I saw you. Jerry didn't love Janice because she was a, a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. He loved her for what she did. <laughs> and, and the sparks that she threw off, he had a, a right proper appreciation for what Janice was and what she had to offer. Her producer gave me a demo of her singing in Bob McGee. It was so exhilarating for me to hear her make that her song. If you're a songwriter and somebody does that with what you got, it's the greatest feeling in the world. That live music tour across Canada. Um, Janis Joplin's on a train with the Grateful Dead. I saw a clip of that. Oh, that movie was spectacular. Yeah, that sounds good. Where did you find that movie? I think it was on Netflix. It's been a few years since I've watched it now, but I'd watch it again. Yeah. Oh, they they run out they run out of booze. Festival Express. They they run out of booze. Stop the train in this town and buy everything in a liquor store. (laughs) <laughs> they cleaned it out. <laughs> and they got back on the train and off they go to Calgary or whatever the next stop is. Woohoo! Rock and roll. Wearing uh-huh. yeah. a deadhead. He loves the dead. Yeah, uh-huh. watch, watching Janice and Jerry together was pretty cool. Yeah, that's iconic. Hey, Bob has his picture taken with uh, a Jerry Garcia lookalike. Well, we didn't know he, you know, Jerry Garcia was already dead. And this was a show we were doing in Kirkland, an art show. And he came up and he was, this guy was buying a a necklace and some earrings for his wife. His wife wasn't Mm -hmm. there. And, uh, and, you know, I kept thinking, this guy looks familiar. This guy looks familiar. And, uh, Mm -hmm. after the guy bought his earrings and necklace and stuff, Bob goes, wow, it's not every day Jerry Garcia comes up and buys jewelry from you. And went, That's what it, who that guy looks like. Well, he came back He came back about a half hour later and wanted to get a second pair of earrings or mm-hmm. a bracelet to go with the set. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Bob was telling him the story, you know, that uh, – that what he told me said, you know, I told my wife, it's not every day Jerry Garcia comes up to buy this or that. And uh, 
he takes this guy takes out his driver's license and lays it on the table and his driver's license with his picture and everything says Jerry Garcia blah 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 the rest of the no and and he goes he goes I'm a a reenactor what do you call this a lookalike yeah he goes yeah. he goes I go around to different bars and and shows and stuff especially when like they're it. doing like uh. Mm-hmm. a cover band of the Grateful Dead or something. Yeah. And he goes, that's what I do. And I goes, can I get my picture with you? And, and uh, we had black and white film in the camera at that time, that particular day. That makes and it so better. The, the picture's in black and white. <laughs> and we put cool. it in a frame and we fooled so many people that mm-hmm. really think, you know, but if you put it together, you know it's not. We always fess yeah. up. We don't try to seriously right, fool right. them. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so Festival Express is on Amazon Prime. Oh, and I have Amazon Prime. Me too. Yeah. And the, the bands on the train were That's 10 true. years after Traffic, the band, Janis Joplin, Eddie Kramer, Tom Rush, Buddy Guy, Jerry Garcia, Grateful Dead, and uh, Delaney and Bonnie. Yeah. Ah, that'll be good. I'm always yeah. running and looking for new things to watch that I haven't seen. And that one I haven't seen. Uh, I don't that's... use my Amazon Prime enough except for mm-hmm. ordering stuff, except for oh. the free shipping. Yeah, right. Exactly. And oh, I, we, we I haven't used Amazon their videos that often. Yeah. Because they've got There's Amazon Originals, uh, Prime Originals. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's all kinds of, and, and their originals are, a lot of them are pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I kind of forget about it as an option, I yeah. think, because when I first got Amazon Prime for the shipping, mm-hmm. the movies that were on their video part of it, that you okay. get also, yeah. weren't that good then. They are and bad. so then you kind of just, it's on my, you know, I've got access to it, but I, haven't checked it out probably for about a year. Mm. Looks like they they charge for this movie. It's four dollars to watch it. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, some of their stuff you can get free, and some of it you get. Yeah, this this out. isn't one of the free ones. It used to be on. Uh, it used to be on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I saw the whole thing, but I know I saw the clip where they're on the they're in the room together, and I think she sings uh me and Bobby McGee. Yeah. Yeah. They're mm. in the, they're in the train car. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, yeah so we might spend the four dollars on that, huh? Yeah, I'll check it out too. Yeah. And um, so I it, that's I think that's how I got on my ser- serial killer crime show <laughs> stuff because oh, yeah. I started running out of things to watch. Oh my god! <laughs> there's endless uh, no. of those. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff on Prime <laughs> that you don't have to pay for. True. Through. Yeah, there's there's new stuff. Probably, if you haven't watched it for a while, Terry, there's probably quite a bit of new stuff that you might enjoy. And, there and, probably is, I bet, yeah. because I haven't checked it out for a while because I just kind of forget that I have right. that as an option. I always go to YouTube it for, or uh, just in it for the shipping. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I, is I there shipping, shipping on on movies? Uh, yeah. I mean, you only you only got not prime really for, shipping you got, anything. You right, got prime, right. You you ordered you got Prime for the shipping, probably right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I got it for. That's, Where we that's, live, that's, that's how we get anything and everything. Yeah. That's how I'm getting my burnout new telephone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have to order it. Mm. Have to wait till payday, though. Yeah. 
in our in our television. We, oh, man, we go through is... so many TVs Philip, out here. They me, don't. Harry, we would be heading for a store no matter how far right now if we didn't. But then we have. I'm 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 almost ashamed to admit we have four TVs for two mm. people. One in the basement, one in the bedroom, one in the living room, and one in the front room that we don't really use much. Well, it hasn't always been for two people. It's just no. kind of boiled well, down to that. Well, true. Yeah. True. We yeah. didn't have your mom and your sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We never, we hardly, Bob watches it all the time. And I yeah. usually watch whatever I'm watching on my tablet because mm-hmm. I don't have a television in my room. Right. Mm-hmm. We have separate rooms. Uh, He's, you hey, know. I don't blame you. I'm trying to talk Philip into that for some She's trying to stick me somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he wants to decorate his, we decorate different, and I don't like yeah. his, oh, yeah. you know, I call his the Daniel Boone room. Mm-hmm. He's always hanging up. Uh, he sits back there and whittles walking sticks and, Oh, have we, I got wooden spoons and wooden forks coming out my ears. And we have given so many away as gifts and stuff for yeah. different, you know, holidays and that. My and mom, he just keeps whittling them and he keeps whittling up, them. Growing up, we had a, um, a, a fork and a spoon and a knife. No, we only had two of them. I can't remember which two exactly. I think we had the fork and the spoon, but they were like three feet long, and it was a very light wood. It used to be a real decorator item. Yeah, exactly. And my mom had that. Those days are gone. (laughs) She would grow plants to the extent that we literally had plant vines all the way. It was one plant, and the vine was trained to go all the way around the dining room. Mm. And it was a nice look. I mean, it wasn't a bad look, but it, it would be very dated today, not to mention yeah. the fact that I am where plants go to die. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> Philip does all of our gardening because literally if I water a plant, it dies. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, that should tell me. This. I should tell you, Lisa, we didn't yeah. eat the giant puff balls. The what? Giant puff balls that I took yeah. that picture of. And oh, you go, yeah. are you going to fry them up? Yeah. I think it was you that asked, are you going to fry them up? Yeah. I, I I checked them out. I mean, these things were huge, you know, like a yeah. size of a skeleton head. And that's what you first mm-hmm. think they are oh, when you see them in yeah. the grass. You're thinking right. there's a dead body over there. <laughs> 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 that's where I go in my garden. Yeah. You know, hon, what did you... When did you bury the skulls? That's where your mind goes. Yeah. I'm guessing they were dead first, I hope. That's after watching too many true crime shows. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's probably that's it. That's where my mind goes. Like, oh, yeah, how more course, de- many more dead bodies do we have around here? For me, it's sweaty balls. So, you know. <laughs> oh, that's NPR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not even real NPR, but uh, uh, so many people have heard sweaty balls that they actually think it's a real like NPR thing. It's not. That could be. I could have it backwards because maybe it was Saturday Night Live or something that did it first. And Mm -hmm. but they patterned the speakers and they Mm -hmm. got the voices just perfect. They sound like NPR. Right. They did. Right. It was so good. Really true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really love your sweaty balls. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love it. I wonder if that voice is a requirement of getting uh, getting hired on any of the public radio or like television it. shows. Yeah, right. They yeah. all have the same voice. Yeah. yeah. That it's makes, a, yeah. It's like some, like at Berkeley or something, there must be some like class. Of, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Public they get all the accents out of you and give you that weird monotone voice yeah. <laughs> almost so as but not yet as you walk through the door oh. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the uniform yeah. <laughs> here's your turtleneck yeah. <laughs> maybe the turtleneck is tight yeah and it restricts your, mm. you know, your throat. Well, that could be. That could be. Turtleneck theories. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of any more albums off the top of my head. You know, if I were to look through them again, there might be a couple that yeah. come to mind. But it's. And I think you exhausted my knowledge of anything that was on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. You old. can't remember something from over 20 <clears throat> years ago? <laughs> About 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, fan of that idea that, you know, when you walk through doorways, you're walking into another dimension and it wipes <laughs> out, uh, it wipes, it clears out your brain and resets it. Right. I because... like that. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I'm not sense. forgetful. I'm in a different dimension. <laughs> I know. That's why you can't remember when you go out to the kitchen to get a glass and you get out there and you can't remember what you're out there for. Oh, yeah. So you the end up zone. doing something else, <laughs> watering a plant or something. Yeah. And then, then you come back through and you can't remember what you life. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like <laughs> I mean, I'm not work. serious. Yeah. I don't totally believe that. I think it's just yeah. bad memory. Yeah. But no, I no, it's the Twilight Zone. I constantly go yeah. up to the hall at work, and I'm like, what the hell am I? Where, Why did I, I leave the office? I said, well, oh, well, I'll just go to the bathroom since I'm out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, I, I know you find something else to do. going on yeah. the way to the bathroom. Yeah. Now, after a couple minutes, I do remember. Yeah. Man, but. this was been this has been fantastic. I, I, yeah. I hope it was uh, a good time for you, Terry. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed yeah. it. And I enjoyed it's talking to you, Aaron. Yeah. I know. Yep. So there, that's the first time. Now I have a voice to put right, to your yeah. picture. Nice to talk to you. Great. We've broken the it's ice. Nice to, I know. And Aaron, you still have that Cincinnati accent. Yeah. Somewhat. You yep, pretty you much, don't. You, you don't sound fully Cincinnati anymore. Some of my Indian friends. Mm. Say, oh, I've I been love away the way from you talk. That. And, then, and, then he, and then my friend Santosh tries to imitate, like, kind of, yeah. I guess I have kind of a slow drawl to things. Yeah, there's a little bit of a draw to the Cincinnati. I hear Terry with this with the Illinois accent every once in a while. She'll hit a certain word and and, 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 you know, and it's like, it. huh? Yeah. And they correct your pronunciation out here too. If I yeah. pronounce it the way I grew up with, yeah. there's certain words they'll correct you, and, and they're rude about it. And it's like, <laughs> it's like really, you know, do you know out here? I grew up thinking about calling a bell pepper a mango. Right. I grew up calling it a mango. It's even wow. in Kroger's. It's even labeled as a mango. Yeah. And I got out here, and the first time I called a, a mango, what I call a mango a mango, man, they got all over me. 
It's like, calm down. It's not that big. It's a fruit. Yeah. They're both They acted like I was was illiterate or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, and really nowadays they are listed as peppers instead of mango. There's no, you don't see that anymore here in Cincinnati. So that is something that's gone by the wayside. A little colloquialism. We we could do now. It's just that little hairy fruit road or Reading Road versus Reading Road. Yeah. Mm. Well, we could do a whole episode on Cincinnati. Yeah, and on Skyline and alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah, that are just please, please when you want somebody right. to to repeat something you didn't quite get and you go please. Yeah. They look at you like what do you want? Yeah, please <laughs> yeah, what? Exactly. not like please what? they don't know what it means. Like please what? Yeah. yeah. And I find myself doing that and and like when we the few times we have traveled, I'll do that and if it's like a tourist area, you're like, "Oh, you're uh-huh. from Cincinnati." <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, you so. Right off. All right. Well, yeah. Maybe we'll Bill's trying to shut us down. <laughs> yeah, he has a time limit in his head. He's got to wind down. We are okay. not going to beat him. Well, eventually we're going to work our socials in there because we yeah. do have Facebook and we have Instagram mm-hmm. and we have Twitter. And and he but, did eventually explain to me what he meant by socials. I had to ask. But for now, if everyone <laughs> just goes to um, yeah dash uh dash huh dot com they can find all our resources there and that's probably okay. the easiest way to do it and that's spelled y-e-a-h dash u-h dash h-u-h yes all right well mm-hmm. love you guys yeah really uh-huh. enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh-huh <laughs> so we'll talk again soon. okay all right all right you guys enjoy the evening you too you too uh, oh my goodness, it's already practically, oh, well, it's two o'clock, yeah. Right. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners, it's Lisa. And Phil. From Yeah, Uh-Huh. How are we doing? We love feedback. Please use our socials to let us know what you think. We have socials. Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Notice, Notice a, a pattern. pattern. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week.